This is a Soulfire production. Welcome back to the podcast. I have a very special guest for you today. My good friend, Candice Berman, is on the show today to talk about all things holistic healing, her journey, overcoming Lyme disease, cystic acne, all kinds of hormonal imbalances, autoimmune disease, gut issues, her whole process through that, and how that also led her to becoming a functional nutritional therapy practitioner and a restorative wellness practitioner. Candace and I met a few years back, and she was so helpful for me when I was going through my Lyme and mold illness. And at the time, I had been coming off of years steeped in the uh, ancestral eating, keto, low-carb, paleo-primal space. And I was in all of my diet experiments, and I was really interested in medical medium stuff. And I was trying to find somebody who I knew personally who had used medical medium. And I was also really curious, is there anybody that's gone from the low-carb paleo space to something like medical medium? and gotten better results because I feel like everything on the internet is vegans turning carnivore, vegans turning, you know, keto or primal, whatever it is. Enter Candice. And she helped me a lot because I wanted to try out some of the medical medium protocols and she let me borrow all of her books and was just such an incredible emotional support for me during the process. And I talk about this in the episode, but it was just so hard for my brain to wrap around because of my education in nutrition school and everything I had learned and things that had worked for me before in the first part of my healing journey before I found out I had Lyme and mold. And I went more plant-based and that helped me a lot, a ton. And so many people right now are really having things come up with their physical bodies, and this is one of my favorite topics. So I really wanted to have Candace on to share more about her healing journey and what that looked like because she has tried it all. We have very similar health journeys, but she's tried every diet. She's so unbiased. She really, really lives by about individuality, which I feel like is really hard to find in practitioners. And like we talk about in the episode, most people want to pick a camp because that's very sellable and it's great for social media, but that doesn't always necessarily work. And you know me, I like to try everything. I think there is a time and place for everything. Very much true in my own life. And I think that's true for most people. I think it makes the most sense that we update our health routines throughout the year, over the years, because we change. Our bodies need different things. So I can't wait for you guys to hear this episode. Candice is just such an incredible soul. She's incredible at what she does. And I think her journey is just so inspiring. So we talk about how she overcame Lyme disease and cystic acne. And I would check out her Instagram to learn more about her health journey. It's at Be Well with Candice. The link will be in the show notes. And her website is BeWellWithCandice.com. But on her Instagram, she has a lot of really helpful information and photos and just sharing what her experience was like. So we talk about that healing journey. We talk about ancestral eating versus medical medium protocols. We talk about celery juice, of course. We talk about the lymphatic system and how to support drainage. And we talk about detox 
and how to detox properly, which is so important right now and you really want to do safely. So lots of amazing topics covered in this episode. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. And I'm sure many of you will want to connect further with Candice. So you can find all of those links in the show notes. Before I jump into it, quick announcement from me. One is we are still running the free Harry Potter deep dive series. If you want to join in, it is not too late. We are watching the Harry Potter movies as a collective one by one. And then breaking it down in Zoom calls so we can unpack all of the deeper spiritual meaning and messages within the Harry Potter franchise. So if you are a Harry Potter fan like me, you can check that out. The link will be in the show notes below. And of course, don't forget that my new book, Pain, Love, and Purpose, is coming out on November 11th. I cannot wait. You can head to the link in the show notes to get on the wait list if you want to be first to purchase. And if you do want to support me in this book launch, then the best way to do so is to purchase on launch day. So I'm so grateful for that. This is a very personal poetry book that's all about pain, love, and purpose. It's all about how we can turn our pain into our purpose. And I think it's going to hit people in a really deep way. So I can't wait for you guys to get your hands on this new book. So again, head to the link in the show notes if you want to learn more, if you want to get on the, I don't know, is it a wait list? (laughs) The first to know list and also find out about the bonuses you can get for supporting me through this launch. I can't wait. So many exciting things happening. All right. Those are my updates for today. Won't keep you waiting any longer. Enjoy this episode with the incredible Candice Berman. As many of you know, I have taken some time off of caffeine and the way that I like to start my morning is with Organifi green juice, of course. It is a delicious minty green juice packed with 11 different superfoods for detoxifying the body and boosting your energy naturally without any extra caffeine. So whether you're taking time off of caffeine or you just don't want to add any more caffeine to your day, this is amazing. I used to juice, but it became such a hassle and that's why I'm obsessed with green juice. It has everything that I used to put into smoothies and lattes, plus the greens I would get from juice, all in one convenient scoop of powder that I mix with water and a little bit of nut milk. It tastes so good. Not only does it give you a natural energy boost, but it also helps to balance out cortisol, which is great first thing in the morning if you're focusing on supporting your hormones like I have been recently. Some of the all-star ingredients in Organifi Green Juice include moringa, which is a healing herb rich in nine different vitamins and minerals used for centuries to fight disease, improve skin health, and naturally boost energy. There's also ashwagandha, an Ayurvedic adaptogen that is amazing for balancing out our stress hormones. There's also spirulina and chlorella. You guys know I'm obsessed with algae. Like I don't even have words for how obsessed I am with algae. Loaded with micronutrients, stuffed with protein, iron, and calcium, and great for supporting detox and naturally decalcifying the pineal gland. There are also other incredible ingredients like beets, turmeric, mint, wheatgrass, lemon, and coconut water, all giving you that natural energy boost and detoxifying benefits. There is no better way to start the day. So if you want to try out Organifi Green Juice or any of their other delicious products, because we all know my diet is pretty much all Organifi. (laughs) 
<laughs> not joking. Just head to Organifi.com slash CTC and my code CTC will get you 20% off your order. Again, that's Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC and my code CTC will get you 20% off your order. Oh, and pro tip, add some coconut milk to your Organifi green juice. You'll never go back. So Candice, I like to start every podcast with a couple of quick questions to help my audience get to know you. Are you ready? Yeah, this is fun. Okay, cool. So the first one is how do you like to start your day? What's your morning routine, morning ritual? Okay. Starting my day. Well, I have a goofy 100 pound golden retriever. So I'm on dog duty in the morning. So it's always my lemon water in the morning. I start with a bunch of water with lemon. And then I usually will take like a hard boiled egg with me on a walk with Koa. My dog's name is Koa (laughs) just because he's like, okay, dude, like I'm ready to go. And so I'm always just getting a walk in first thing in the morning. doesn't have to be strenuous, maybe like a 15, 20 minute walk. Um, but after I drink my lemon water and then I come back and I do some light stretching, nothing crazy. I'm not like doing crazy yoga poses, standing on top of my head, but I'm literally just like sitting there and arching over and just breathing and doing some cat cows just to get my body moving. And then I have my breakfast and it's like, boom, okay, time to get the day started. It's nothing crazy. You know, to be honest, I was doing my gratitude journal. It's somewhere around here. Um, And I was doing that for a while and then just, you know, life happens and I'm like, oh, where is my gratitude journal? Where is that thing? But I have to say when I did that, it was like the five minute gratitude journal Mm -hmm. where you do like five in the morning, five at night. I will say it like really makes you stop and think first thing in the morning, which is nice. Um, so maybe this is a sign since I'm bringing it up that I need to like bring it back in, dust yeah. it off and, and do that again. But I don't, yeah, nothing too crazy. I think that's perfect. Simple, yeah. realistic, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> realistic. Yeah. Okay. love that. All right. Next is what is a product you are really enjoying right now? So it could be Mm -hmm. a food product, a supplement. It could be a book. It could be skincare, like anything physical that you're really liking. Okay. Honestly, this is such a lame answer, but it's so real. I am loving reading a book that has nothing to do with nutrition. It has nothing to do with education. Like I find myself naturally gravitating towards those books about gut health and hormones. And like, that's what I end up reading at night. And instead of like kicking my feet back and just reading to read, I'm grabbing the highlighter and I'm taking notes and like, I'm not turning off my brain. Mm -hmm. So it's not a specific book, but it's me grabbing the book and going to the park and just like mindlessly reading without using my brain. I am loving that. And I've been craving that so much lately. The book that I'm reading right now is like the seven husbands of Evelyn. Oh, we've heard about that. Evelyn Hugo. Hugo. Yeah. 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 Everybody posts about it. What is it? I don't even know what it's about. I mean, I'm probably like a quarter of the way through, but it's just like this very famous woman in Hollywood that has seven husbands and she's getting interviewed by this very low income journalist or news reporter Mm -hmm. or something. And it's right now I'm just on like the third husband, like the story behind him, but it, you know, the, the title of it makes her look like why did you have seven husbands yeah. but on the flip side? I don't want to get too much away, but then like, it's her interpretation of like their relationship. And it kind of makes you like, interesting. Oh, so he was a bad guy or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You 
you know, it's like a typical, like it's a mindless read, which is exactly what I need right now. So that's what I've been loving. It's nothing crazy, but just like getting out of the educational, like I need to learn this and implement this. And I feel like you probably can relate to that. I feel like any practitioners, nutritionists, Mm -hmm. anyone in like this space and that has social media, like we need to be educating and, and sharing more information, but it's exhausting. Yeah. I'm learning to just slow down a little bit. Totally. I mean, I feel like that was a big contributor of like different phases or times of when I felt like I was really burnt out first in nutrition. And then I also Mm -hmm. went through that in spirituality where it's like, I'm just living, breathing all the, all that content. And you know, all of the books on my shelf are about food and nutrition. And I thought, oh my God, my brain literally never turns off or even like I'm going on a walk, listening to a podcast about it. And I was like, oh my God, I I am unwell around this. Like I'm, yes. I feel like I'm always just buzzing and then it disrupts your sleep. And so that's something for sure. I've been thinking about that a lot more recently too. Like I want to carve out a few more hours before sleep to really just do more things that are mindless yes. because I, I let too much that's related to my work bleed in, you, you know, and, and it's a fine line because we do. Lo- it's like, we love that. That's that, what that I was going to say. Like we're passionate you know? about it. Yeah. yeah. Like it's not yeah. a burden by any means, but mm-hmm. exactly to your point, like when I'm walking the dog, I listen to the podcast. Like there's no shutting any of it off. We love it, but there's yeah. gotta be, cause like you said, we go to bed buzzing and then we wake up in the morning and we get right back into it. Um, mm-hmm. so grab yourself like a nonfiction. Yeah or a fiction. No. Oh God. I'm going to sound like an idiot. Fiction. 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 Oh my God. I was like, nonfiction is not fake. <laughs> yeah. That's how I remember that. Don't get a nonfiction. Jeez yeah. Louise. <laughs> get, get a fiction, get a fiction. Okay. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, okay. Next is, do you know your astrology sun, moon and rising? No. Do you know no. your human design? No, I know I need to like, what is your birthday? Slime into your DMS. Um, (laughs) I'm an Aquarius. Oh, you're an Aquarius. Okay. Okay. So January 30th, you're you're coming up. So you do know you're, you're an Aquarius. Well, yeah, I know that, but I don't know like anything else. Okay. That's your son. Okay. That makes sense. Oh, Uh, innovator. Yeah. That's your sun sign. If you're an Aquarius, that's your sun sign, your Zodiac. All right. So Candace is an Aquarius. Well, next <laughs> next time we hang out, I'm going to go over all your stuff. I would love that. Let's I would eat it. that up. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Yeah. That's something that I really don't know much about, but I would love to know more of. You will love it. All right. We're going to do that. <laughs> um, okay. And then lastly is what is a topic you are really interested in right now? Like, what are you learning about thinking about pondering what's, what's been on your mind, something you're into? Um, this is something that's been coming up a lot with clients. So naturally I'm like, I want to learn more about this. And I feel like I don't, I haven't had issues for myself. It has to do with glucose and like the glucose goddess. Are you familiar with with her work? Yeah. And so I've had a lot of clients coming to me being like, I've read this book and it's incredible. And like, you should follow her on Instagram. And so I, I know, you know, obviously with the work that I do, like blood sugar regulation, I don't have issues with myself, but just, I'm so curious about learning more for clients because they've been coming to me being like, oh my gosh, I had no idea what like Greek yogurt does to my blood sugar, as opposed to a Chobani yogurt or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be, or like the glazed donut versus like an apple. And Mm -hmm. just, I've been so into that stuff. Um, 
just to be able to break it down in a more easier sense for my clients and, and just understanding more of the glucose because blood sugar and like even minerals, I've been really into minerals lately too, just how depleted people can be and what that mm-hmm. means for them, whether you're trying to conceive if you're pregnant. Um, cause I do work with a lot of women that are either pregnant or uh, postpartum and just how depleted you can be. And that stuff's been really fascinating to me lately, like diving more into that realm and educating myself there, um, has just been, there's just so much that you can learn so much. Okay. I love both of those topics also because (laughs) with the glucose thing, it's so fascinating to me because, you know, I had done a CGM for a a while, like probably six or seven months. And what I found was that when I was, when I was eating high fat, low carb, like and more, more keto style, like my blood sugar was horrible. And when I was eating super high carb, like very low fat, my blood sugar was great. I remember uh, you sharing all of yeah. that. And I was like, so glued to your Instagram. Cause I it thought was, it was so fascinating. Cause it was so different than like what you typically hear. I know. Like right? I, I did, I did like, I did the, the white diet or whatever, where for three yes. days you just eat white rice and my blood sugar was perfect. And I'm like, this is, this is insane. So you know, so it just goes to show how individual it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the minerals piece is super interesting to me because I feel like everybody's feel like everybody's super depleted. Um, what are, what are the things that deplete us of minerals? Like, why is that so prevalent? Stress, mm. like literally stress, 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 stress. And I tell clients this all the time. If I could give anyone one supplement, like every, every person should be taking magnesium mm-hmm. because we are so stressed out today that our bodies, you know, when our cortisol, our stress hormone is going high, whether, and our bodies are smart. However, they don't know the difference between a good stress of working out and a bad stress of like, you're late for work. You got in a car accident. You forgot to pay the bills. You got in a fight with your husband. Like those are stressors too. And then you go, you know, run outside and go to a high intensity CrossFit workout our bodies nowadays are constantly stressed. So our cortisol is constantly high. And when our cortisol is high, it strips our body of magnesium. So majority of us are walking around very magnesium deficient without realizing it because we are so stressed out and our cortisol has got to keep going for many reasons. It comes from our adrenals and our adrenals, you know, secrete multiple hormones, but it helps keep our blood sugar stable and all sorts of different things. So our cortisol has to keep functioning. So it's just stripping mineral or magnesium magnesium and magnesium. And so we're walking around magnesium deficient, which looks like brain fog, headaches, constipation, high anxiety, uh, major sugar cravings, not being able to sleep, all sorts of different things. And people do not think and realize that it has to do with magnesium. So to me, stress is huge and sleep as well. Like we get in this vicious cycle because magnesium helps promote sleep. But if we're stressed, Again, people are going to bed on their phones, looking at the news, what's happening in the world, or they're looking on social media, they're checking their emails, right? Like, I also say this all the time, our parents growing up, they left work at work literally because they had no choice. There were no laptops to bring home. Like my dad worked a 14 hour day. And like when he left, he left it at work until the next day, but now everything's at our fingertips. So we can be eating dinner and we hear ding. And we're like, Oh, my email, let me check that real quick. So we are constantly in this sympathetic, this go, 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 go. And so our cortisol is go, 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 go. So again, back to sleep. That's another one that can really strip us of minerals because we are 
constantly, you know, on our phones, falling asleep with the blue light, we're not going to bed and getting adequate amount of sleep. Then your boss expects you to respond within two hours to their email because they know you're home on your phone and all sorts of different things. And then one other thing when it comes to minerals is just from a food standpoint, the soil that our food is being grown in is pathetic now. Like it is <laughs> stripped. It's stripped. It's stripped. It's so sad. So like we're paddling upstream. We really are when it comes to nutrients coming from the soil. Like we're already depleted by the foods that we're taking in. It's sad, but it's so true and it's only getting worse. So minerals are huge. It plays a huge part and it's just so eye-opening when you look at like wow this is what this mineral does. Wow. I did not realize like a lot of people are afraid of, of salt, but salt keeps us hydrated. There's a whole nother thing we could get into, but (laughs) a lot of controversy around salt, but like we need it. And a lot of our foods don't have it anymore naturally. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the, the thing is we're like with the stress, which is what like the root cause of everything, right? Like like the it problem is the root is stress. cause of everything. Yes, and I, think I believe it. What messes with your heads, like people's heads, so much is, and, and for me the same. Like our baseline is so skewed that we can't even tell when we're stressed, you know. Oh, yeah. And then I also think about I talk. I was talking to my friend about this. We talk about this all the time. Like sometimes all of the different things I do for my health turn into a stressor. I'm like, yes. gotta fit this. I gotta, I gotta do my sauna. I gotta do, you know, my coffee enema. I gotta do, gotta do this. Gotta get my IV. Like, I'm like, oh yes. my God, I'm stressed out with all my health, with yep. all my health things, you know? And so it's I think, so true. I mean, it definitely is paddling upstream. And I think that's the other thing to think about for everybody listening. Like so often, and I'm sure you get this all the time with clients. Like you'll ask a client, how their stress levels are. And they're like, Oh, I'm, I'm good. I'm fine. It's kind of yeah. like when people, when people say like, Oh yeah, my digestion's great. And then 10 minutes <laughs> later, they're like, yeah, I poop once a week. You're like, yes, no, yes. your digestion is not great. Like, yeah, I all the time. yeah. Right. And so I think for us to give ourselves more grace because your body, like you might think you feel fine, but your body can be super, super stressed. It's so true. And the other thing too, is where everybody's stressed. So everyone's having gut issues. Everyone's having hormone imbalances. So what's common people are starting to see as normal. And it's so not the case. Um, even my family growing up, like we've all had gut issues growing up, but that was normal. Like I was the gassy one. My mom complained of having stomach pains and she still does. My dad burped all the time. Like that was our norm. And so I thought, Oh, my stomach is supposed to hurt after I eat this or whatever the case may be. But really then when I started to heal myself and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have to feel that way. I can heal and not be uncomfortable. But as a society, to your point, everybody doesn't, everyone's skewed. They don't know what thriving is supposed to feel like because everyone around them is also feeling, oh yeah, I, I too, like I get headaches all the time now. Or, oh my gosh, yeah, like I'm bloated all the time. I look like swollen. My fingers are swollen. Everyone's feeling that. So they think, oh, it's normal, but it's so not. It does not have to be that way. 100%. And and I feel, I don't know if you had this, but when I started going through my healing journey with chronic illness, I had a lot of people 
who have been in my life for a long time make comments like, you've always been fine. Where did this just come from? And I was like, I wasn't always fine. I just didn't know that I, I wasn't fine. And now I realized that I was not fine. Yes. I have a great <laughs> example and it it's from my mom. It's from my mom, but I'll never forget it. I was dealing my big journey with cystic acne and I was, you know, determined to change my diet and my acne was very stubborn. And so it wasn't getting any better. And I remember my mom looking at me being like, why don't you just go back to the way that you were eating? Because you were fine then. And I was that moment. I'll never forget it. I was just like, Oh, you don't get it. Like you do not get it. You think, and, and I come from a standard American diet. Like my do my, I'm very different now than how I grew up. Like I grew up on the frozen pizzas and McDonald's and, you know, I was very athletic. So I didn't look like I was unhealthy, but I ate unhealthy. We had, you know, when my dad would be home on his day off, that was our home cooked meal. But other than that, it was like frozen chicken nuggets and all of that. So all that to say, um, I just, (laughs) my mom was like, just go back to how you were eating. It's like, Oh my gosh, like our system is so broken. People just think to your point, like my, it was my mom that thought the same thing was like, just go back to what was working because clearly what you're doing isn't working. It's like, no, I just need more time to heal. And then when I'm on the other side of it, where I have healed and my skin's so much better, and then she's like, I'm so proud of you for sticking with it. Yeah. (laughs) But most of us are just like, nope, like I'm going back. I'm, I'm, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say throw in the towel because healing is such a personal journey and it's so difficult to do. But a lot of people, and I definitely thought I had setbacks too, where I was like, I give up. This isn't working. Why isn't this happening fast? As a society, we want things fast. Everything's fast on our phones. Amazon's fast. We can get people to get our groceries for us fast. But healing holistically is not fast, but we want it to be. We really do want it to be. And and sometimes it feels like it's getting worse before it gets better, right? Uh, it usually does, which usually is the does. hardest. Yeah. Mm. It's no news here that I am obsessed with element electrolytes. And if you have not yet got on this train, now is the time, especially because I know so many of you are dealing with ascension symptoms, feeling more tired, brain fog, extra hunger, headaches, fatigue, electrolytes are the answer. I drink a couple of packets of element every day. I probably drink too much if that's possible, but I mean, at least one. I was against electrolytes for a long time because I felt like most of them were, well, I didn't feel like most of them are filled with crap. Element is the cleanest electrolyte drink I have ever tried. It has a science-backed electrolyte ratio and there's no junk. So no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. If you're eating a whole foods-based diet, it can also be really easy for electrolytes to get out of balance, which is why so many people who are on a whole foods-based diet or a cleaner diet have a lot of weird symptoms, headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, or even feeling like their athletic performance, gym performance is suffering. If you feel like you are dragging, try Element. The best part is they have updated my code. So now with every purchase, whether you are a new customer or you've already purchased, when you use my code, you can get a free sample pack with your order. The Element sample pack will include one packet of every flavor so you can try them all out. And they have no questions asked refunds on all orders. So you don't even have to send it back if you don't like it. So there's really no risk to trying. Just go to drinkelement.com CTC. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com CTC. And you will get that free sample pack 
with any purchase. And again, if you don't like the purchase, you don't even have to send it back. You'll get a refund, especially this time of year when I think more than ever, we're often feeling extra dehydrated. And the thing is, sometimes we're drinking a lot of water and not absorbing it. When you take Element, you will literally feel the difference. You're going to feel like, oh my God, my cells are absorbing this. And my favorites for your reference are the citrus salt, the watermelon, and the chocolate sea salt for my coffee. Total game changer. Try it out. You will not regret it. So I, I want to get into it because I want I want to get into your health journey and where that started because I think we can peel out a lot of really helpful nuggets from that journey and what that really looked like, like realistically, because yeah. I know you tried many different, you had many different things going on and you tried a lot of different paths to healing and like you you stuck with it. Like it didn't happen yeah. in just a few months, right? No. So So take us back to the beginning, like what, what was going on for you? And then what would it look like? What did it look like for you to start that path to healing? Yeah. So I take a deep breath in because I'm like, oh gosh, it was not a short journey. I mean, it's years and I'm always hesitant when it comes to the acne part of it. Cause acne is so specific. When I work with acne clients, like I see them so frustrated and self-conscious because it's something that we see on our skin. We look in the mirror, we brush our teeth. Like it's something that, that is a reminder all the time. So I'm very hesitant to tell people how long it took me to heal my skin because it's such a personal journey. And for me, mine stems back from years, years and years. I mean, we're talking, I'm 32 now and I started birth control at 16. Like we're talking years for me to get to where I am now, but I started you know, I was 16 years old and I had acne. And I remember going to the gynecologist with my mom and she was like, Oh, the guy, the OBGYN was like, Oh, you don't want acne. Let's put on, put you on birth control. I wasn't sexually active at 16 years old, but I heard get rid of my acne. Yes, I'll do that. And so that's when that was like the first time I really took like a pill or a hormone disruptor that synthetic hormones every single day in my little 16 year old body for, I think it was eight years. Um, but you know, of course it's never just one moment. Like how I said before, I was the gassy one growing up. Like I, there were certain foods that always caused me to have discomforts, but I just like chalked it up to like, Oh, you know, everyone in my family feels this way. So let's just move on. But there are definitely signs when I was younger of gut dysfunctions. And then I go on birth control and I tell clients this all the time that, you know, say that you had chronic ear infections when you were six years old then you get on birth control and you're 16. Then you start drinking alcohol at 21. Like you don't get a new liver. You don't get a new gut. You don't get new hormones. Like everything starts to pile up. And I think that that's what happened to me. And I, you know, I, I went on birth control when I was 16. And then of course I went to college and ate all the college foods, drank all the college beer. And I felt like trash. And I was the one that my stomach always hurt when I drank beer, but like, it was college. So we're going to spend, you know, the least amount of money. And so again, it was just like a ripple effect and things starting to add up over time. And then in 2013 to really bring this full circle, chronic stress was the icing on the cake. It was the straw that broke the camel's back in 2013. I moved to Hawaii, um, just myself sold everything, two suitcases moved to Hawaii. I didn't know anyone. And then I went through a very emotional trauma situation where my parents got divorced and I was now isolated on this Island. I didn't know anybody. And I found out my family is on the East coast. And so I found out 
my family was falling apart and I was the farthest I could be what I felt like the farthest from my family. And I was trying to put my family back together. I had no idea there were issues. It was, you know, my brother and I were out of the house now and just things fell apart. And I internalized that emotional trauma to its core. Like I wasn't seeing a therapist. I didn't know anyone. I was so isolated where I just emotionally ate. I worked out for three hours a day because everyone told me stay busy, Candace. Like there's nothing you can do, stay busy. And I took that to a whole nother level. And I just didn't take care of myself. I was having night terrors, night sweats. And that's when things started to really shift in my gut physically. Everything was going through me. I was looking like I was three months pregnant after having like two scrambled eggs. My skin was the worst that it had ever been. And I couldn't figure out what it was, even though I was crying myself to sleep because my family was falling apart. But I never, ever put those two together until probably like 2015, 2016, where then I started to see a therapist and start to work through things where I was like, oh my gosh this trauma, this chronic stress, which that chronic stress can look so different for people, right? Like mine came from an emotional standpoint, but chronic stress can be a lot of pressure from your work or your relationship that you're in can be, you know, one that, you know, is needs to end or whatever the case may be. But if we're not taking care of ourselves, I mean, Back in 2013, I wasn't doing meditation, journaling, grounding, deep breathing. I wasn't doing any of that. I was going and lifting weights for three hours a day and then, you know, emotionally eating at two in the morning. Like it was very unhealthy. So all that to say that I think was a huge turning point. You know, I had birth control and little things that added up. But then in that year, I really think was the biggest shift for me was this chronic stress, this trauma that I never took care of. And so then it wrecked me. And I just rode that wave of like, I'm in Hawaii and I'm meeting people, but oh my gosh, my family's falling apart. But here I am in this beautiful Island. I'm just going to keep go, go, going. And my body just couldn't keep up with it. And that was really, it was like the whole egg situation, believe it or not. But I was just like ate two scrambled eggs one day and I was doubled over in so much pain. And I looked so bloated and my stomach was super or super tough to touch. And I thought, okay, wake up call. Like what the heck is going on? And that's when I really had to start figuring out what all this meant. Like, what was my body telling me? Like, this was happening after everything I ate. I mean, I would eat a salad and I'd go to the bathroom and the whole salad was there. Like it was bad. And my face was a mess and I wasn't sleeping and my hair was getting super brittle and like things were just changing on me. And it was scary. It was really scary. And so it led me down this whole path of, you know, I went to the gastro doctors. I did all the conventional things. I went and got the SIBO breath test, found out I had SIBO. I mean, leaky gut, no surprise now the stress completely wrecked my insides, right? The whole, the whole saying that your gut is your second brain, like everything that I internalized up in my head went to the physical body and I wrecked myself and I didn't know what to do. And then I was having candida and dysbiosis and the SIBO, like I said, and then my joints hurt and my skin was just so inflamed. It was awful. And I, like I said, I, I went to all these conventional doctors and I felt like a lab rat. Like I went from one to the other and I went to this gastro doctor. I had a colonoscopy. I had one of those endoscopic, like the throat exams and everything came back fine. Like I, I freaking did it all before the age of 26. Like it was insane. Like I was working 
to pay for all of these tests. Like it was, it was absurd. And I remember one gastric doctor looked at my back because my back was full of such bad, painful cystic acne. And he, he looked at it, gave it like one little rub down and was like, yeah, this is adult acne. You're just going to have adult acne for the rest of your life. And I left that appointment. Exactly. I left that appointment in tears of frustration. And that was the turning point for me though, where I was like, this guy says this is adult acne. And I'm telling you, it was in every spot on my back, like painful. I didn't even want to wear a bra. Like it was so painful. And I left there in tears and I was like, there's no way that I am settling for this answer. There's no way. And you're the doctor get out of here. So it was tough. Like it was, it was a hard moment, but that's when I started just, you know, social media and podcasts and books. And I really dove into naturopathic healing and finding people on the Island of Hawaii where it was a naturopathic functional doctor. And we did like antimicrobials and all of that stuff. Like we, we did a lot of work and it wasn't easy. I felt awful, right? Like the detoxification was so real at that point. But then I was like, you know what? I was working with these practitioners, but I was also learning so much on my own, my own to the point where, you know, when I got SIBO, they're like, okay, I want you to take Rifaxin. I think that was what it was called. And I did one round because I was so overwhelmed by SIBO, but then it made me worse. And I was like, you know what? Wait a minute. Yes, this is a functional doctor, but I have learned so much on my own through this, that I am going to actually hold off on doing another round and I'm going to change my diet and I'm going to, you know, tweak this and that and work on stress. And I started to get better. And I thought, wait a minute, that was my doing. Like I did the research. I listened to the podcast. I was looking things up on the internet and I really started to completely shift. You know, I brought my lunchbox at the time I was a teacher. I was a first grade teacher. So I like brought my lunchbox everywhere that I went, even like out with friends, I would bring my lunchbox because I was in control of what I was eating, the oils, like all of that I learned really mattered. And I wasn't getting that information from people. And then it wasn't until I moved to California in 2018 that I don't know if it was the move that was stressful from Hawaii. I didn't feel terrible, but I did all of a sudden get this huge lump on my neck. Like it was, it ended up being my lymph node, but like, I would just be standing straight and I had this huge, it looked like a tumor on my neck and it scared the shit out of me. I woke up with it and was like, Oh my gosh, this is a tumor. What is this? Like, it was scary. It was big bulging. I didn't have to turn my neck to see it. And I went to another holistic doctor, just moved to California. And I was like, oh my God, what is this? And she was the first person to say, I want to test you for Lyme disease. And this is 2017, the fall of 2017. And I was really, you know, got sick around 2013. So that's a long time of me trying different things, getting better and then some setbacks, but understanding that holistic medicine was the route that I wanted to take. And so she tested me for Lyme and sure enough, oh my gosh, I have Lyme disease. And it was like, I was just like another thing really like add it to my resume. Like it was just so overwhelming, but what they think happened was how I said before, like everything adds up. So what they think happened was naturally as we get older, our immune system gets weaker and it gets suppressed. So they think I grew up um, on the Northeast side of the state. So we're talking woods. I had ticks on me. My dogs had ticks on me all the time. It was just like, okay, you pick them off and you move on. 
So what these doctors think is, you know, when you get tested for Lyme, it's not like, yes, you have Lyme disease and it started eight years ago. Like you just find out you have it and it, it could have been something that was dormant or you could have just gotten it. So what they think is that I had it since I was a little girl and I just had a strong immune system. And then they think it was the perfect storm where the chronic stress stemming from 2013 and all of these different things that were happening to my body. And then I come here to California and it was another move that I guess was more stressful than I realized. And my body just kind of freaked out. And it was the perfect storm for a lot for the Lyme disease to be, to come out from dormancy. And then boom, all of a sudden I started to get achy, like every hair follicle, every eyelash. I don't know if you experienced this. And that's the thing too, with Lyme disease, people have such different symptoms, Yeah, which is all over the place. (laughs) It's all over the place. Um, one of my friends love her to death, lost all of her hair. Like there's, it's so random for me. I like every eyelash was painful. Every hair follicle was painful. Like everything ached for me. And I just felt like the tin man where I was just like so stiff and yeah, I just didn't feel myself. And so the Lyme disease was just like, oh gosh, okay, here we go. Here's something else. But luckily, you know, in California, I feel like so lucky that we do have so many options here. Like I really didn't have too many options in Hawaii, but here in California, there's so many options. Even when it comes down to the food that you eat, there's so many options here. So I did work with that practitioner for a while. We did, you know, she introduced me to the sauna. She introduced me to colonics. And I went on this whole journey of colonics every two days because, oh, I wasn't going to the bathroom every day. And then the sauna. Well, you know, the infrared sauna is 150 degrees. I wasn't breaking a sweat until 25 minutes in, Yeah, which is crazy. Now it takes me like five minutes, but that was just telling my body just how sluggish my lymphatic system was and why I had this massive lump on my neck because my lymph nodes were trying to fight something, but couldn't get to where it needed to get to. It was just wild. And so again, I was like, okay, I'm going to really dive into things on my own. And that was, you know, I did the paleo and I did the, um, gosh, it was so long ago. I think it was the SCD diet. No, yeah. was yeah. that what a specific yeah, carbohydrate diet yeah. did that? I did the whole vegan thing. Like I've tried everything. I did the medical medium diet, which that honestly was no one told me about it. I just like came across it on Instagram and was like, oh, wow, people can clear their acne by drinking celery juice. What do I have to lose? And it really opened the door Mm -hmm. to so much healing for me. And I think it's interesting because especially with the clients that I work with now, a lot of people come to me being like, I tried Whole30, it didn't work. I tried South Beach diet, it didn't work. I eat just meat, it didn't work. I then come and go, I tried all of those. Mm -hmm. Like I did, I did all of those and I did the medical medium, but I did them in different phases of my healing. And this might be just so absurd to some people, but I truly believe that I had to be in those different seasons and eat certain ways during that process of my healing. Like, I really don't think I could have done vegan when I was so malnourished and everything was coming out of me. Like, I don't think that I could have sustained that. That was when I was eating all meat. And then once I went from there, I went to the specific carbohydrate diet and I was like blending all of my foods in a blender and eating it because my gut was so inflamed that I needed to bring down the inflammation. And I had to do that for a while. And I truly do believe that 
it's not one size fits all. And there's so much information now out there, especially on social media that will tell you why you should eat eggs, why you shouldn't eat eggs, why you should eat (laughs) meat, why you shouldn't. And you will find one after another. Like it is so confusing and so overwhelming. And for me, I feel like my story is a little different where I dabbled in all of those and they did help me progress to my next stage of healing and the medical medium, you know, everyone has their opinions on it. And I have to say it healed my flipping skin. (laughs) Mm. Of course, you know, sauna, I was still doing all the things on the side, but when it comes to eating and celery juice, like it really turned a corner for me at that season of my healing. Yeah. Okay. So much good sense. stuff to unpack. Yeah, like there's totally. So there's so much. And like, it's just crazy. Cause I mean, our, our stories are so similar, like almost to a T almost to a T, you know, crazy. symptomatically, I think a little bit different, but like, uh, it, it's why it's just wild to hear you like share <laughs> all of it. Cause I feel like I've never just heard you say that. I've heard like bits and yeah, pieces, right. You really haven't. Yeah. yeah. And and everybody listening, Candace is the one who got me into colonics and then enemas. Like, so it's, yes. I, uh, so I, I, so I credit that to Everybody knows I'm literally obsessed with enemas. <laughs> so Candace got me into so that. Honored. Uh, she hooked me up with Elena's colon care, yes. who's the best in San Diego. Uh, but, <sighs> you know, it's interesting because like, it was the same for me where I had been so in the low carb space and I did keto for a long time and I did carnivore and I had done, you know, the potato diet and low fat up and SCD mm-hmm. and AIP. And I mean, all the different things. Uh, and I had done, I had tried vegan, didn't really work. And then I did like the, you know, the rice diet, I did all these different things. Yeah. And I was really interested in the medical medium thing. And, and that's when like, I had called you and I wanted to know what had gone for you because I had, I was trying to do all this research and I actually have, I actually had a really hard time finding, which is weird because it's such a big community, the medical medium community, but I think maybe it's more gated. Like maybe it's like in groups or something. It, it's, it doesn't seem that easy to find a lot just like on the internet outside mm. of groups, to be honest. And I was trying to find, is there anybody that's gone from like keto, paleo, carnivore, like, like that side to medical medium style, because mm-hmm. I felt like, I feel like in the carnivore space, it's just so, or like paleo or keto. Mm-hmm. It's so many people who are like, I was vegan. It destroyed my health. And then I, and then I came here and I'm like, is anybody telling the opposite story? You know? So it's in my, in my, mm-hmm. and in my head, especially when you're steeped in that space for so long. And I'm like, it, it just fucks with your mind. Right. <laughs> I'm like, am I going to become nutrient deficient? What's going to happen to me? And so then that's when I had, you know, called you and you told me, you're like, no, I did all that. I did low carb. I did paleo for a long time. Yeah. For years. And it was like, it only, you know, uh, it didn't help. And then when I did the medical medium and actually, it actually helped me, you know? So I think that's super interesting. And I agree with like, I look back and I needed all those seasons, you know? Right. Yes. I agree. And I think with the way society is. And again, everything at our fingertips, I feel like, I don't know, I could be so wrong, but I feel like people are afraid to say that. Like, (laughs) no, that, that works for me then. Like Mm -hmm. eh, it doesn't really serve me now, but it certainly did. Mm -hmm. I feel like people are hesitant to say that because there's, you know, the other side of the spectrum where people are going to be like, no, I felt terrible doing that. Like, how did you do that to your body? And it's like, well, it worked for me. Like my body's not the same as yours. Our stories aren't the same. My healing isn't the same. My chronic illness wasn't the same as yours, you know? Well, you also, it's like, 
you can't sell, okay, do this for this period of time. And then this for this period of time, you know, like people like to pick a camp and then go all in. And it's like our bodies, it's, it's, there's the individuality between us, but then Mm -hmm. there's also the, as my body shifts and changes, like what worked for me last year, I'm different now. And so it might not work for me this year. And what works for me next year is probably going to be different too, but everybody yeah. likes to pick a camp. And that was something that just intuitively I was getting so strongly. Cause you know, especially when you're struggling, you're just like desperate to find the answer. Like, like, I just want to find the thing and I will keep doing it Absolutely. and then I will heal. And it's hard to even tell what's working oftentimes because it can take so long. It can feel like you get worse before you get better. Mm-hmm. And I just intuitively, like my guides kept telling me, like, stop trying to figure out what the answer is going to be and just figure out the answer for today. And I was like, that's helpful. Yeah. We we love to overcomplicate things. I mean, I'm guilty of it too. Like you said, like we get stressed out about being like, I got to get in the sauna and I have to be able to do my red Mm -hmm. light and eat this and take all my supplements. Like we do, we like to overcomplicate things. But at the end of the day, we do, we need to take a step back and go, okay, this is my body so different than anyone else's. Like what is going to work for me in this moment right now? And you very well could try something and it doesn't work in the moment. And that's great information too. We're then, okay, I'm going to move on and try something else. And for me, it just so happened that the medical medium really felt good. It felt good. Like I was feeling good in my body. So why wouldn't I keep doing that just because so many people are against it, but I felt good. So I'm going to keep doing it. Thank you very much. Yeah. And and I will also just say for everybody listening, well, I I said this in the intro (laughs) that I have yet to record, Uh, (laughs) but you know, we have, like, we both went through NTA, which is very like ancestral diet. Like, it's not like, you know, your bias wasn't in that direction, which is what I think is so interesting. Like for me, I think a lot of my training from nutrition school messed with my head and blocked me for like, I kept putting off trying things like that. Cause I was like vegans, you know, <laughs> and, I, and I, yeah, no, yeah. I'm like basically vegan pretty much not completely, but you know, I think that really messed with my head a bit. Mm-hmm. I am so excited to announce that my next book, pain, love, and purpose is releasing on 11, 11, 2022 the best way to celebrate my favorite day of the year. This is truly unlike anything I have ever released before, and I can't wait to see how you like it. It's a collection of poetry, and all of the poems in this book are about either pain, love, or purpose. They detail different experiences, emotions, and relationships from my own life, a lot of the moments that made me who I am. And it's through exploring these different experiences that the poems really tell a story of how we can find wisdom within our emotions, how we can alchemize our emotions, how we can heal from difficult experiences to become the most empowered versions of ourselves. And ultimately how sometimes it's pain that cracks us open enough to feel the things we need to feel and face the truths that we need to face so that we can reconnect with deeper love in our own lives and discover what purpose really means for us. Book launches are certainly a community effort and that is why I appreciate your support so much. And if you are wondering what the best way is to support me in this launch, it is to purchase the book the day of release on 11.11. It will be available on Amazon. I will send out the links. And for anybody who does purchase day of launch, you will receive a ticket to a live virtual reading event where I am going to read a selection of poems from the book and dive deeper into the stories behind them, as well as my 
book writing process. Mark it on your calendar to purchase 1111. You can also sign up to get notified so that you don't have to remember on your own about when the book releases and bonuses that are available. You can go to painloveandpurpose.com and you'll find all of the information there. I'm curious about with you is you say like medical medium felt good and you stuck with that for a while, but I also know that it got worse before it got better. So like, how did you, why did you stick with it? It did get worse before it got better. That's for sure. And and there were, there were moments where I was like, nope, I'm done. Nope. It's, it's not working intuitively again, like something that you pointed out, like there was something in me that was like, no, this is this diet or protocol, whatever you want to call it. I hate that. I just said diet. (laughs) Um, but this protocol is medical medium. I feel like I could feel it physically. I'm very in tune with my body. And I feel like it was clearing out the cobwebs. Like it was Mm. making room. Like I really did feel that I felt less inflamed. My face got thinner because I was so swollen before. Yes. I was still dealing with acne, but it was, it was so much more than acne. And that's what I said in the beginning, when it, when we, when people suffer from acne, that's all that we focus on because we can see it all day long. But if you take a step back, And you realize, oh no, like I do get bloated all the time. And I'm only going to the bathroom once a day, if that, like it's very multi-layered. And so I realized that outside of the acne, which yes, it was getting worse. So many things were getting better. I was sleeping better. My anxiety was down. I felt lighter. I had more energy and I, and I would be lying if I said, I didn't want to throw in the towel because the one damn thing that I started medical medium for acne was not getting better, but that was when I did turn to journaling and I really looked at all the other things about me that were healing. And that was super motivating. And I did know that acne is the last thing to heal. Mm -hmm. Your skin is the last thing to heal. So I just, I mean, it wasn't pretty. There were nights where I would cry to my boyfriend at the time, now husband, that I was like, I can't do this. Like, I, I don't understand why, 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 right? Like asking all the questions that I didn't have answers to, which would only stir up more emotions and more anxiety. And absolutely like I'm human. I, I questioned what I was doing, but then it sometimes it takes that outsider to be like, look at how far that you've come in other ways. And, and again, I, I know that acne is the last thing to heal. So I just kept telling myself like, you're getting better your skin is going to get better, but I had to remove myself from social media. I mean, I would reach out to people who did medical medium that cleared their skin. I didn't even know their names. And I'd be like, Hey, I'm in the same situation as you. How did you heal your skin? How long did it take? And they would tell me, and I would do exactly what they did with the medical medium diet. And six months when their skin healed, I thought mine would, and it didn't. And that was frustrating too. So I'd go to the next medical medium person that healed their acne and ask what they did. And then I after the second person, I had to just stop like for my own mental health and well-being. I was like, Candace, you don't know their story. Who knows if they have Lyme disease? They probably don't, but you do. And like you're where you've come from and you've been on birth control since you were 16. Who knows if they ever touched birth control? Like there are a lot of different factors. And so there were certainly moments of like, I don't know if I can do this. Another purge, Ugh, another purge. Mm-hmm. If I had one more purge, I was like, <laughs> going to just, you know, throw my hands up and say, I quit, but it took the other symptoms that I was experiencing for years to clear up mm-hmm. that I wasn't expecting. Cause again, I was so focused on the acne, but taking a step back and realizing that those had cleared where I was like, Oh wow. Yeah. My body's doing some major work inside. Like I mentioned before, I wouldn't break a sweat for 25 minutes in an inferensata that's 150 degrees. 
But as I started, you know, supporting my drainage system and, and eating the right foods, I would break a sweat. And I was like, wow, okay. Like things are changing. It's just not my acne yet. So I stuck with it. Gosh, I did medical medium for probably two, two years, maybe which is a long time, right? Like celery juice every single day for two years. And again, I'm very in tune with my body. So then my body just started craving meats again. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to you and see how you respond body. And and I would bring in that meat and I felt good. And then just kind of slowly, there's still some things that I still do. I love the heavy metal detox smoothie. Love that. I'll, I'll do that. Make that into like an acai bowl kind of. And of course, like I, I love my veggies and, and I understand what certain foods do for the body, like cilantro, cilantro pulls out heavy metals. Like how cool is that? Yeah. I don't need to eat it. Like I was for medical medium, but I'm certainly going to add it to my guacamole because I know what it does. So there's things that I still implement. I'm just not, I don't do it as strict as I was because I'm in a different season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so how would you describe what you're doing now? Oh man. I just eat what my body wants. Like, you know, I mean, I, I've been wanting meats again. So I eat, I eat meats. Of course I try to get them grass fed and wild caught and do all of that. But then there's some days where I'm like, Oh, I'm just craving veggies. Like, it's so interesting. I'll go on vacation and then I'll come back and my body is just craving that routine of like this nutrient dense smoothie or this delicious salad. And so that's what I have. Like, I'm now able to hear what my body wants a lot clearer than I was before because I was so sick. I was so confused. I was so overwhelmed. But now that I'm at this place of healing, you know, I, I, I think everyone is constantly on that journey of healing because things constantly come up, whether it's environmental toxins, emotional stress, whatever it is. But I was in such a chronic illness space yeah. of like SOS that I couldn't turn inward and understand what my body wanted, but now I can. And so, you know, I I'm gluten-free. That's something that is a non-negotiable for me, especially having my, my skin has come such a long way, but being acne prone, there are things that you do want to be careful of that, that get triggered easier than somebody that isn't acne prone. So for me, gluten's a non-negotiable. I started playing around with dairy recently doing raw dairy and I feel fine with it. So I'm like, dang, this is exciting because I haven't had dairy in years. And, mm-hmm. you know, just, just listening to what my body's craving. Um, but I would say the, the one thing that I stay away from is gluten Yeah, because one, my skin, my gut, it's just, I don't think anyone should be having gluten in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree personally, but you know, I think it's, I don't know if you feel this way, but I just felt like throughout a lot of my journey, I always felt like, I wish I didn't know everything I know. Because it was like this battle in my head of, oh my gosh, if I eat all these plants and I take out animal protein, am I, you know, my carnivore brain is like, all of the nutrients are in red meat. Like, what about all of the phytonutrients in plants? Like, like, is this, am I going to, you know, not get any nutrients or am I going to become nutrient deficient? Um, And then like, when you go in the the plant-based route, you're like, animal products are at the root of all disease. Like medical medium is like, basically like all animal products are the cause of like most of your disease. Right. Right. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, but then if I eat this, am I causing more problems? And it's like, for me, that battle in my head of these are two opposing camps that are saying the complete opposite thing. Right. And like, if I try and lean on what I know intellectually, there's so much cognitive dissonance. Like I can't even, there's, there's no safe food. You know what I mean? Yes. That, That was what was hard for me. And I, I think, 
I think maybe one of the, the differences was our timelines maybe, mm-hmm. because for me, I didn't go to nutrition school until after mm. medical medium. Yeah. Yeah. So I am curious to see if that would play a part because obviously I love, like I could talk about school and nutrition till my face turned blue. I'm so passionate about it. And I loved the school that we went to, but I am curious to, to think if I went at a different phase in yeah. Right. But that just goes to show the influence, whether it's school, whether it's social media, whether it's a podcast, like how that influence, how you said, like these two different camps are telling me two different things about the same damn food or the same, you know, topic it's, there's so much gray area and it's just so confusing. So I, 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 I'm curious to see if like, maybe, cause I will say when I graduated school, there's definitely this people have their opinion on medical medium from that school. (laughs) Yeah. Well, every school, here's the thing for anybody who hasn't gone to like a holistic nutrition school, every school has a vibe. Like certain programs are more plant-based, certain programs are more keto, like are more, some are more ancestral. Like every program has a vibe and, and NTA is not a vegan vibe. It's not, it's not, (laughs) it's an ancestral vibe. You know, <laughs> what's interesting though, is because I have a, I have a group text with some awesome practitioners. We're like best friends and that I went to school with. And in the beginning, when we were graduating, we would talk about like our clients that we're working with, not name them, but just be like, Hey guys, like we're starting out like, Oh, this is what's happening. Like, what do you think? And some of in the group would say, take out all the fruit take out this, that, and the other. And I would be that one person in the group and go, Hey guys, remember me. Don't forget. I healed with these fruits. Hey, don't forget that. I actually did so much better when I ate, you know, X, Y, and Z when we were conditioned through the school to eat more of an ancestral diet, which like, there are many foundations of that, that I agree with, but from my own personal healing journey, I did things that they don't necessarily agree with or taught us. Mm -hmm. And I was the one that was like, no, 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 like me over here, like that worked for me. That really worked for me. So I feel like my situation might be a little different because the timing of it. Yeah, for sure. Right. I think it would be interesting. Yeah. Because, and it's like all of what I learned in school, because I went through a few different nutrition programs. Like they were all very like ancestral, keto, low carb. Like I was in that space for a while. And that is like my first round of intense health issues. That is what really healed me. And I kept doing it and I was like, yay, great. And then things got way worse and it wasn't helping me anymore. It was giving me more inflammation. And so I had to go the complete opposite route, you know? Uh, and there's all the fruit fear for sure. Like carbs, carbs, the devil, uh, is like a lot of the energy, (laughs) you know, but you know, with that, what I want to ask you is, do you feel like the celery juice was like, the main thing, or do you think it it was like that plus diet was, you know what I mean? I love me some celery juice. Yeah. And there are so <laughs> many haters out there. There are like, I feel like the whole, I love world. celery juice. <laughs> <laughs> do you still drink it? I don't still drink it. I stopped. I did it for, I think like six months or so. Um, yeah. And then I stopped. And honestly, the only reason I stopped was because it felt like so much work. It was causing more stress for me. It's a lot of work to be honest. Like every yeah. morning taking, it took me like, I don't know, like 30 minutes to do the whole thing. Clean everything. And, <laughs> yeah. And I just got really, really stressed and I was becoming grumpy and I was like, I need to just take a break and it relieved my stress, but it there you go. helped for yeah. sure. 
So I love the celery juice. And there's a lot of people that are like, it's such BS, but like, I can't, I'm not lying about the success that I had. Yeah, like, yeah. like you can see it yeah. in my photos. You can see it in, you know, things that I've shared. Like I'm not getting paid. I'm an, like, nobody knows me. Like I'm not getting paid to be like celery <laughs> yeah. juice for president. Like it really worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when, when I started, I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to try celery juice for 30 days. Like, what's it going to hurt? Like if anything, it's going to help me. And I remember like five days in my neighbors, you know, in our complex being like, Candace, your skin, your skin looks like good. And I was like, dang it. It's only been five days. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then that's where I was like, all right, let me read like a couple more pages in this book. Like, what is this all about? So to answer your question, was it just the celery juice or the diet? Mm. I think it's, it was a combo. Yeah. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think I mean, celery juice, like I got on a two-year bandwagon where I was like, I mean, we'd travel and I would bring myself. Oh my my God. That is commitment. (laughs) Because I felt good. Right. And for years I felt like such trash that I was like, why would I stop a good thing? Even, and I will say like, people thought I was crazy. And then Mm -hmm. especially when people that aren't in this space, meaning like nutritionists and it was just my neighbors or like my dog walker, right? Like people who aren't into all this stuff that we're into, when they'd be like, what did you do? Your skin looks so good. I'd be like, I'm drinking celery juice. Yeah. And they're like, what? What is that? Right? Like we sound crazy, like celery juice. Well, now the best, it's such a the thing, best is at but... the store. The best is at the store when you're checking out and every everybody made comments like about the celery, but then also just the amount of produce. They're like, what are you doing with all this? I'm like, nope. consuming it. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you're eating all of that? I'm like, yeah, it's fruit. Like <laughs> there was, but then the best one, the best one is when this lady pulled up to me at the grocery store with about 12 stalks of celery. And I look at her and I'm like, are you juicing? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like I could tell. <laughs> so oh we God, bonded over that. that. Cause I was yeah. like, dang, your cart looks like my cart. Yeah. And she loved the celery juice mm-hmm. too. So that's definitely, it. I, I will say it was the celery juice itself that drove me to research more about medical medium and what that was all about. But I had haters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I had a lot of people that were like, oh, this is such BS. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like you're falling for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, I'm not making this up. Like my, I'm look at my skin or yeah. look at like my living energy. Proof. Living yeah. proof. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I'm, so he has a bunch of different like cleanses and stuff, you know, different protocols and mm-hmm. all the different books which ones did you do or did you, have you tried, have you tried all of them? So I will say medical medium. When did I stop medical medium? And it was like, again, it was just one day my body was like, Oh, I want protein. I want meat. I want chicken. So it wasn't like, okay, I'm done with the cleanse and I'm never touching medical medium. Like, Nope. It was just like, wow, I, I want more to this meal. I want some protein in this meal. So if I have to think about when I stopped medical medium, it was probably 2019. Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah. Like maybe the summer, no, the spring of 2019, um, was when I stopped. So I did the 28 day raw cleanse. I think I did that one twice. So, I, so I did medical medium from 2000, maybe 17 to 19. So two mm-hmm. years. Yeah. And in that time I did all the celery juice. So that sounds about right. So I did two 28 day cleanses. Um, I did a three, six, nine, which was their, his liver cleanse. Um, that one looks so hard. 
Yeah. It, it will, yeah. It is like, it's not, <laughs> it's not easy. It's a lot of planning. I only did that one once. I was like, screw that. Yeah. <laughs> was tough. Um, but like the heavy metal detox smoothie, I still incorporate that. Mm-hmm. That was something where, especially during the whole, like everyone's stuck inside, like don't go outside and get your vitamin D because everyone's going to get sick. I like religiously was having the heavy metal detox smoothie because I was home and I was cooking and um, I had that smoothie probably three times a week, four times a week. Felt great on it. And so I was able to stick to it a lot when we were all stuck at home. But I think that that might be it like for the actual cleanses, 28 day raw twice. And then the three, six, nine, I never did the thyroid cleanse. And I actually hit, I don't know if he's come out with a Oh, I can see all my books actually. <laughs> There's, um, I don't think I got his latest book though. And actually, I don't even know if it's his latest. It's with the watermelon on it. It's like some something. Oh, cleanse. yeah. I don't know. I think he has a new brain one too. Oh, but... see, I've been kind of far removed yeah. from, from him. I think that's I, good honest, though. Yeah. It, it's refreshing. Yeah. Like I used to stalk the shit out of his page yeah. and like find yeah. all these stories that I could relate to. But now, and, and I will say now that I'm in, in the nutrition space and I have this business, I do, I do incorporate some of the things that he, I'm not a one size fits all. I'm not, okay, we're going to just do paleo, which, or the ancestral diet, which is a lot of what nutrition schools and NTA preach. I don't necessarily follow that. Mm -hmm. I take the person as the individual and I say, okay, well, actually one time, because you're suffering from acne, I did this liver cleanse and I want you to do this liver cleanse or Mm -hmm. heavy metals. I want you to do this smoothie. Mm -hmm. And so I do, I incorporate stuff because again, full circle it's not a one size fits all. And everyone's at a different point of their healing journey. And from my own experience, I did different diets and protocols at certain points because I needed to, and it helped. Yeah. So I still incorporate his stuff, just not so much on like a very strict regimen myself or for clients. Do you, do you find that with clients, you see a trend more in one direction than the other? Like the, like one direction being more like ancestral and the other being more like plant-based? Um, I do find it to be more ancestral. And I think the reason is because people come to me, like if I told people to go vegan mm-hmm. or vet, like, or just plant-based, it would scare the shit out of them mm-hmm. because a lot of people that come to me are from like a standard American diet or a paleo diet mm-hmm. where it's like cleaner, right? It's a cleaner diet and they need help with different symptoms, hormones, whatever it is that I think if I told people to go plant-based, it would be very overwhelming. But I also will say that I have had clients where I'm like, you're not digesting your meats. Like Mm -hmm. you're not digesting your proteins. Let's kind of rotate them out and try bringing in a bit more veggie. So again, Mm -hmm. it's so bio-individual. It really is. So when people are coming from paleo and they're still struggling with, let's say like their gut or acne, Mm -hmm. what do you see are... Oh, some of the common problems in terms of like the physical body and systematically with acne. Yeah. Um, I see gut for sure. Mm -hmm. Gut is not working optimally. I see liver all of the time. Liver and gut usually go hand in hand when it comes to acne, blood sugar dysregulation would be the third one. And then honestly, the fourth is stress. I mean, everyone like stress is just on the list for everyone that I work with is just really working on that stress. But systematically, I always am seeing gut, liver, and blood sugar. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily come from the paleo diet, Mm -hmm. I would say. A lot of it too is just from their health history. Yeah. Like knowing what they did, like, oh, 
you did have antibiotics when you were a kid and then you went on the birth control and like all of that. And you eat while you're driving to work. Like all of these different lifestyle factors are huge too, that play a part. Um, but when it comes to acne, those are the areas that I typically target with people because those are, you know, so impaired and so broken for people. Those were for me too. Like I had so much healing in those areas that I needed to do. Yeah. I asked that just because I think so many people, like when they're healing holistically and trying to piece it together for themselves, they will go on a more whole foods based diet. And there are a lot of people who are on a, who are eating, you know, very clean on a whole foods based diet and still are struggling. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, that's why I asked that. Yeah. Um, I want to know what your opinion is on eggs. Okay. So eggs. Yes. I need to know. <laughs> so from an acne standpoint, eggs can be a trigger food mm -hmm. because of the protein that's found in eggs can be very hard to digest and can clog up your lymphatic system. So if you are, are acne prone, it can be difficult to eat eggs. I, outside of acne, eggs are very nutrient dense. I think mm -hmm. it depends on the egg that you get too, right? Like just like conventional, uh, meats compared to grass fed meats. Like if you have conventional eggs that are fed grain and other animals, like you're essentially eating that too, because that's what the, you know, it's in the egg. So I, I think I will say that in general, I think that society's eating too many eggs, <laughs> like, cause it's, it's a breakfast food. Everyone thinks it's a breakfast food. It doesn't have to be, but that's usually like what people eat for breakfast. So I think that we're eating the wrong type of eggs and we're eating too many of the wrong type of eggs, mm -hmm. but in general, outside of acne. Um, and like, if, if somebody has a very sluggish lymphatic system, I would say stay away from eggs too. Cause again, the protein clogs up the lymphatic system, yeah. but outside of that, if you're eating, you know, cage-free pasture-raised organic eggs, you should be fine. Um, cause it is a great source of protein and fats and all of that. When it comes to acne though, it's a different beast. It really is. I like, and a lot of acne clients are eating eggs when they come to me. Mm -hmm. So we try and take them out of the diet, which can be difficult. Cause again, it's a breakfast food. So a lot of people are like, I eat eggs five days a week before work. And it's like, okay, let's try and get rid of that for a little bit, or just trend back and see how you do a little bit less. Because again, acne is just a little bit trickier because we're so much more sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that answer? I think <laughs> that that's a great, I, yeah, I think that's a great answer. What do you think about eggs? Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I think about it. I don't eat eggs very often. I eat mm -hmm. eggs just kind of like when I crave them, um, which isn't super often. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I don't usually buy them for myself and then randomly I'll want them. So I'll just buy like usually like the, the six, the yeah. six pack. Yeah. Um, because I feel like I'm unsure, like they're very nutrient dense, but I also feel, and this is a unique, this is a thing for me. What I know about myself is anything I eat too much, I have problems with. So like, mm -hmm avocado gives me acne like avocado gives me wow. gives me cystic acne and I really believe that's because it's the one food I've kept in my diet like forever mm. through everything and I think I developed some stuff with it and mm -hmm. I do the same thing with eggs where um there are a number of foods that I just really overdid for a couple of years and now I find that if I have too much of them it's like I can have weird symptoms so it's like they're fine yeah. if they're here and there um but I for me know my I just know my body really needs rotation. And so I yeah. don't like to do one thing every day 
for anything. Otherwise I just develop some weird stuff with it. Makes um, sense. It does so, make sense. Yeah. 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 I think like egg, it's more of a personal thing with eggs. I just have, you know, a weird relationship with eggs because <laughs> uh, I've gone through my own periods of sensitivities, but yeah. I mean, they're delicious and they're very nutrient dense, um, right. but it's all about sourcing. Right. It, it, I, I really think that that's what it comes down to. But again, you could go after this call, we're going to go to our phones and we're going to have an ad on our phone yeah. that's telling us don't eat eggs because they're yeah. terrible for you. So uh, yeah, 100%. there's so much noise out there. Well, we've talked about like the lymphatic system keeps coming up, which is one of my favorite things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talk about lymph a lot in the show, but I'm curious <laughs> for you, like, what are your top tips to support the lymphatic system? Okay. I love dry brushing. So waking up the lymphatic system with a bamboo bristle brush that you can do on your whole body, but it really just helps to help flushed out lymphatic. For me, I had really bad cystic acne right under my jaw and my upper neck, which is where a lot of your lymph nodes are. So that told me that I was very sluggish there. So dry brushing is fantastic. It doesn't, you don't have to do it like very long, two to three minutes, your whole body that you can do. And you want to go in the direction of towards your heart. So if you're on your neck, you want to kind of brush it down, gets rid of dead skin cells, but also wakes up the lymphatic system. I love that. And I love rebounding. So just like a little mini trampoline and just jumping up and down and that, that, you know, that up and down motion just kind of gets your body into that, that jiggling and, and just moving things throughout. Again, rebounding is like 10 minutes a day. It doesn't even have to be every single day, just a couple times a week. I love the infrared sauna, sweat, sweat, sweat it all out. Your skin is your largest organ, especially if you're suffering with acne, like you want that deep sweat. You know, people say, oh, well, I work out and I sweat. No, 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 no. In infrared sauna, as, as you know, you are dripping from every nook and cranny, <laughs> every nook, <laughs> every nook, like the eye crease, yeah. like, the armpit crease, like everything. And you feel so light and rejuvenated afterwards. I love getting out of it. It just feels so good. And so that, uh, that also is a way to help purge and, and wake up the lymphatic system. Those three dry brushing, rebounding and infrared sauna are some of my favorites Yeah, and tons of water flush, flush, flush. How often do you, uh, sauna? Oh, well, it's so damn expensive here in California. <laughs> let me tell you, ideally I would love to try and go every week, but uh-huh. I don't. Um, I actually used to have one of those sauna domes myself. Mm-hmm. And so when I had that, I just I had to get rid of it because we live in a shoe box and just didn't have room for it. But when I had it in my old apartment, um, I was going, I was in it like two to three times a week, which was great because I literally would hop out of bed in the morning and jump right in that little sauna dome on the floor. In a perfect world, I would love to try and get to a sauna like once a week here, but mm-hmm. it's so expensive. So it doesn't happen often. Yeah. Yeah. But I, was I will curious. say, um, you and I talked before we started recording that we will, we are building a house and I am having an inference sauna built in oh. to the house. That was, it's going to be in my office. My office is going to have such a vibe. And that was like one of those compromising or like agreements where I'm like, okay, if we're moving back to the cold, I am getting an inference on in this house. And I will be in that thing every flipping day. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Can't my question. That. Can you sauna too much? Like, cause also can that, over, can that deplete you? Yes, absolutely. I mean, and we're talking infrared sauna is 150 degrees. Like that's intense. If you're not drinking enough water and sticking in and keeping that up and you go into the sauna every day, you're going to pass out. You're going to be so dehydrated. There is 
such a thing as detoxing too fast. And inferenciados are very powerful for detoxing. And if you are like in this situation, like when I was starting to do the detox protocol for, um, line, it was kind of less is more. Like I wanted to go all in and do it every single day. And I wanted to get my colonics as often as possible, but it was kind of less is more where you need to start slowly. The fact that I wasn't sweating at 150 degrees until 25 minutes in told me like, wait a minute, your body is not ready to detox. You need to work on drainage first, right? Opening up drainage pathways, supporting your liver, your kidney, making sure you're going to the bathroom every single day. So yes, there is. And that's why I always try to stress to people, if you really want to detox. And when I say really want to, is like get shit out, whether it's heavy metals, mold, lime, like really do that. You got to work with somebody because if you do this, or, or if you don't know what you're doing and you just jump into it, you are going to make yourself so much worse before you get better in like a scary way. When I say like your acne gets worse before it gets better, but when you're detoxing, like you can get physically so ill if you don't do it properly. And so, yes, I think that there is such a thing as doing it too often. So typically when I have um, clients start to do infrared saunas, I say like once a week, just start once a week, see how you do. We'll reassess after that. Then people start loving it. And they're like, can I do it like twice a week? I'm like, yes, absolutely. As long as you feel good, you're not getting headaches. You're not having major fatigue. You're keeping up on your water, you know, and, and, um, not having like very painful symptoms, like joint pain and things that are really affecting your, your day to day. So you definitely want to always start slow. And I highly recommend working with somebody that knows how to support drainage pathways first. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, I talk so much about like detox lymphatic drainage on the show. And then people ask me like my exact routine and I'm like, I'm Mm. not going to tell you because like, I know what I'm doing because I did this for a living. Uh, Mm -hmm. but I like, you can really cause some damage. And I don't think people realize that like, you can just recirculate toxins and make things a lot worse. And I have, I like had gone through periods when I was starting where I just, you know, just go harder. I thought more, Mm -hmm. more was better. And I really messed myself up. I had, I mean, I recirculated a lot of stuff in my brain and had Mm. horrible brain symptoms and it made my healing process even longer. And so that's what I'll say. Like if you, if you're, and it's such a like type A perfectionist kind of thing, like the person that's stressed and then they get autoimmune and then they're like, I'm going to do this perfectly. And like, I'm going to go hard. Right. It's like, it's like, I'm going to go hard when really, when really it's like actually slower is better. Mm -hmm. And if you go too hard too soon, you can actually elongate the healing process. So hundred percent agree with you. And I see that. Yeah. Yeah. I see that a lot in people and it's like, nope, you should like, I've, I've had actually clients come to me being like, Hey, I tried this protocol that I saw online without working with anyone. And I have yeah. gotten so much worse. Can you now help me? Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, you're still not pooping every day. Oh, and you're still not drinking half your body weight in water yeah. or whatever the case is. So yeah, working with somebody yeah. I think is is essential. Well, you know what? I'll just say, this is an opinion piece, but I also think working with somebody who's been through it because I worked with so many practitioners, so many doctors, so, so many people who specialized in Lyme, in mold, who I, I look back on now and I'm like, that person never made sure I was pooping. That person Mm. never put me on a binder. (laughs) That person, like, I mean, I probably went through eight to 10 different protocols with stuff and never, never was there a binder. (laughs) And I'm like, that, that is insane to me, you know? So like, I think that's, what's hard. And I even, you know, I have 
I had a friend I was talking to a couple days ago and and she was telling me that she found out she has mold and she's mm-hmm. like I'm working with all these specialists and I was just asking what they had her on and there's literally no binder in it and she's not pooping and I'm like this yeah. can be making it so much worse so right? much worse so, yeah absolutely like just saying this for anybody listening to really like take it seriously like it's not something to just mess around with no. and find some random thing on the internet and honestly like I, I don't know like just the more you can educate yourself and learn about it for yourself because there are practitioners who have holes in their protocols um to be honest and yeah. I have just found if somebody's gone through something that themselves they're more likely to know like okay you, and they've healed from it like okay you, you can't miss this piece um but at the end of the day be your own advocate. And the more you can just learn about things yourself. And then whenever you're working with somebody, you can always bring that forward to that person. Right. Exactly. And I do, I have, I have a lot of people that come to me being like, I want to work with you because it looks like you get it. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, your skin, like that was me. And Mm -hmm. I will say, if you do work with somebody that's been through the trenches of whatever you're trying to heal, there is such an emotional level, emotional connection that you have with that person. Like I get teary eyed when I work with clients that come to me with such frustration in their skin. And I'm just, because I've been there, like I've been in the trenches where I didn't want to look at myself and take one more photo of my skin. Like there's such an emotional component to healing. And so finding that connection with somebody on an emotional level also helps your healing tremendously because they get it. Like they wholeheartedly get it. Yeah. And, and so many people, I'm sure you felt this way. I felt this way so many times they dismiss things like, Oh, well it's just acne or like, you're just bloated. I'm like, this is really affecting my life. You know, Mm -hmm. it affects your daily life. So that emotional piece is so key. Yeah. Um, so let, let everyone know, like, what are you specializing in now and how can they connect further with you? Yes. So I specialize in gut health and acne because those are exactly the things that I had to work on myself. So mm-hmm. everything that I'm doing now is from my own personal journey of healing. So I'm very passionate about the gut and I'm very passionate about acne. So, you know, I still work with clients that come, you know, with other other ailments. Um, but that is what I'm so passionate about. And that's what I focus on. And so, you know, on Instagram, I'm be well with Candace and I just share a lot of tips and tricks and things that have worked for me and and clients and just a lot of like, did you know this? And did you know that? And what about this? Um, and then of course, just my website, www.bewellwithcandace.com. That's where you can find like testimonials and services in my story too. There's a whole about me section that really dives into, and I feel like you, you can hear my voice voice of like, yep, I was on this roller coaster and it was wild. And I tried everything. You can, you can feel and sense my frustrations that were so raw and real for so many years. And then getting to the other side where like my tone kind of changes where it's light and hopeful. And that's what I just want to bring, you know, and, and help other people, men and women from across the world, just like rediscover your health and your joy. Like you can be joyful again. This does not have to be your forever. Mm. I love that. Love that. Thank you so much. This was, this was incredible. And I'm just so happy we could finally do this. And, you know, you helped me so much when I was going through it. Uh, and your story is so inspiring. And I know a lot of people listening to this can, can relate. So 
thank you again for being here and just sharing all of your wisdom. Yes, thank you. I know it's so happy that we were able to connect. Been big fans of this podcast of yours, lady, and just how you've revolved, <laughs> evolved too over the years. You know, it's like super inspiring. So I'm so Aww, happy that I got to hop you. on. Uh, me too. All right. Amazing. <laughs> thank you. Huge thank you to Candice for coming on the show and sharing her story and so much helpful information. If you want to connect further with her, be sure to check her out on Instagram at BeWellWithCandice and her website is BeWellWithCandice.com. If you did enjoy this episode, be sure to take a screenshot, share it to social media, tag me, tag at Christina the Channel Podcast, and tag Candice at BeWellWithCandice. That means the world whenever you share the episodes and is really helpful feedback for me that you are enjoying the content. You know, I love podcasting, but the downside is that there's not like a space for comments really. So whenever you guys share that just helps so much with the community and so that I can get a better sense of the episodes you are really enjoying. So thank you for those shares and thank you for listening in. That's going to be it for today's episode. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.